If you enjoy this episode and it inspires you in some way or you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to leave a five-star rating or review because when you take the time to do that, it really does help to expand the reach of this podcast. It's how this podcast has grown and it's a way that more people can find the show and benefit from listening to this content as well. So thank you so much for your support. If you've taken a time, a second to do that already, thank you. I appreciate you you so much and if you are able to do that if you have a few seconds if you're not driving thank you your support really does mean the world welcome to the more than just a type podcast a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life i'm your host taja kato expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss entrepreneur and lover of all things fitness and personal development Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Welcome to this episode of the More Than Just a Type podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I was going to say this evening. It's the evening time where I am here in Arizona, but wherever you are, thank you so much for being here. Today, we are going to be chatting about three common myths. Actually, I don't even know if they're that common, but three myths related to fat loss to help you out on your fat loss journey. And these things came up, they're important, and they came up because I have actually been trying to stay in a deficit just to shed a few extra pounds. I'm feeling kind of fluffy. I don't know if you know this, but I'm still recovering from an overuse injury that I got back in October. And I also don't know if you know this, but when you are a person living with type 1 diabetes or maybe diabetes in general, but for type 1 for sure, we are more prone to overuse injuries. I am still recovering from this overuse injury that sucks balls and... Uh, So my training hasn't been like it has been in the last, well, I mean, since COVID, really. It's been a year since I've set foot in a proper gym, (laughs) but I'm now that I can't lift as heavy as I used to be able to, I'm now working my way back up and I've lost some strength. I've lost some muscle. And so therefore my calories have also kind of shifted, um, which is just another thing. I mean, it's natural for your body to have seasons and to go through different phases, but I think it's important just to meet your body at where you are and understand that it's normal to change and we're all going to be at a different place and that's okay. So these things came up when I started eating in a deficit to lose weight because the only way to lose weight is by maintaining a calorie deficit. And I wanted to share these things because they might help you as well. And they've been a few things that I, you know, I've gone through the whole weight loss thing in the past multiple times. I was able to finally achieve my goals and keep the weight off. So I'm no newbie when it comes to dieting and dieting in a sustainable way. But it's easy to forget how certain things feel when you're not going through it yourself. And so I just, these are reminders. And I'm 
saying reminder, like these are three things to remember when your goal is to lose weight. Remember is the key word here because it's easy to forget the little things. It's like when you go to see the endocrinologist every three months or maybe it's every six months, but you go regularly and they might say things to you and it might be something that's important, but it might either go in one ear and out the other or you're juggling so many other parts and pieces of diabetes that it's easy for that one thing to kind of just fall through the cracks. And then it's not until someone reminds you about it that you're like, oh yeah, oh my God, I need to be doing that. (laughs) So like, for example, when it comes to fiber, I was experiencing a lot of low blood sugar at one point and my endocrinologist had told me years back, like, hey, you want to make sure that you're subtracting the fiber because fiber has little to no effect on your blood sugars. But that was when I was a kid. And then in my mid twenties, I was into fitness. I was, you know, at a completely different place in life with my body, with diabetes, and I was experiencing a lot of lows, but it didn't click about the fiber thing until my endocrinologist, like a new endocrinologist reminded me again and said, hey, are you subtracting the fiber? And I was like, shoot, no. And then it all came back. So I think it's just important that when you are on your fat loss journey, there are some things that you want to remember that will help support your goals and just keep you in that really good mental place because believe it or not, this is my belief, but your mindset is literally the foundation that holds everything together because there's so many different things that you have to focus on, obviously, like when your goal is to lose weight, but your mindset is what actually keeps you motivated and what pushes you through at the end of the day. Like you could be doing all, you could know exactly what you need to do, but if you are mentally not in a good place, you're probably not going to do it. So that's why we're going to cover these few things today. And whether you know them or not, if you are on your fat loss journey, I promise you these few things are going to be really important reminders for you as well. If you currently want to lose weight, then you probably already know that a calorie deficit is the only way that fat loss is possible. And you probably also know that because your body is individual, so are the amount of calories it requires per day. But you might not know just how many calories you should actually be eating in order to achieve your weight loss goal. And if you're interested in discovering how many calories and macros, so macros are the amount of protein, carbs, and fat that your body needs individually, I've put together a tool that will help you. So this tool is completely free. I'm so excited to share it with you. Just go to tajakato.com forward slash calories to calculate your calories and macros for fat loss. Also linking to this in the show notes. The first thing that you want to remember when you are on your weight loss journey is that the scale is just a tool. And this is because your weight fluctuates on a daily basis and for a number of different reasons. And that's completely normal. It happens to everyone. Like if you have your period, are you PMSing? Are you super stressed out and not just mental or emotional stress, but 
Is your body physically stressed as well? Those things can often play a role in your overall fat loss and the numbers that you do see on the scale. Have you gone to the bathroom recently? Have you been eating more sodium than usual? Have you been eating higher carbs? Have you been eating more calories than usual? Like all of these things will affect your weigh-ins on a daily basis and it's important just to keep that in mind. And that's also one reason, I know we've talked about this before, but that's one reason why if you are using a body weight scale to help measure your progress, that you're really weighing yourself every single day and then basing your weight on your weekly average, not on a day-to-day basis because your body weight is going to fluctuate. But just knowing all of these little things that can affect your weigh-ins is going to be super beneficial because... I do believe that having knowledge and just understanding certain things about what it is that you're doing, that knowledge not only gives you confidence to achieve your goals, but it gives you this insight that you wouldn't otherwise have and helps you actually achieve your goal because you'll you won't get thrown off track. You'll be able to stay motivated. You'll have this insight of like, oh, that's why, but I'm still on the right track, so no worries. And just knowing that, you know, your body composition is not related to a number. I'm going to say that again. Your body composition is not related to a number. So for example, 130 pounds of muscle is going to look a lot different than 130 pounds of body fat. And I can say this with 110% confidence because at one point I weighed 130 pounds. I was not lifting weights very consistently. I was doing a lot of cardio. I was, my diet was all over the place. I would probably consider myself as skinny fat because I did not look super fit. And to me, because of that, I was like, 130 pounds is too heavy. Like I need to weigh under 130 pounds in order to be fit. But as soon as I started lifting weights and I had built a lot more muscle, I was maybe three or four years into training. I also weighed 130 pounds, but my body composition looked completely different. Like I actually had definition and muscle tone and I was super fit. So I just want to say that because the number on the scale doesn't determine your progress at all. It does not determine your progress. The scale is just a tool that can be really helpful to measure your progress along your journey, but it does not determine your progress at all. And if you ever feel like you're stuck in a place where you just are finding it really hard to see past the number on the scale, then one recommendation would be to take progress pictures and or also take measurements because again, the scale does not tell the whole story and you just if you can just remember this one little thing, I promise you that it will help you stay on the right track and stay motivated because you'll be able to detach your self-worth and where you're going, where you want to be, your your overall goals. You'll be able to detach yourself and see past the number and just know that this is the scale. This is all the things that affect me. I'm still on the right track. 
I'm good, you know? So just remember, the scale is just a tool. Your body weight's going to fluctuate. It does not mean that you're not on the right track. Second thing is time. Time, time, time is such a huge thing. And just like your A1C takes three to six months in order to get an average for your A1C percentage, same goes for your fitness goals. It takes at least 12 weeks, three months to be able to see noticeable changes. And sometimes it even takes longer than that. So it's important to know that it's going to take a lot more time than you think. And so you want to just be as consistent as you possibly can. And consistent meaning that you're getting accurate weight and measurements for the foods that you are consuming because the better your accuracy is with tracking food, the better your overall results will be. And if you're a person who doesn't really want to track food, no problem. Um, Just try to be as consistent as possible with whatever it is that you are doing because if you are constantly hopping between diets or trying different things or cutting out different things and you're not sticking to one specific thing, it's going to be really hard to know if that thing's even going to work because first of all, you're probably not giving it enough time to work. And second of all, you won't know what needs to be tweaked or changed in order for that thing to work, you know, in order for your diet to work. So it's important just to stay consistent as possible and remember that it's going to take time. And just like with your A1C, you might have a few days here and there that you have super high blood sugars or super low blood sugars, but at the end of three months, your A1C will still be in range. And I like to think of your overall diet like that because some days you might have super high calorie days. Like even if you know how much food your body actually needs to lose weight, and if you don't know, you can go to tajdakato.com forward slash calories. Shameless plug, but there's a tool there that can help determine how many calories and macros. Macros are the amount of protein, fat, and carbs your body needs each day in order to achieve your weight loss goal. Um, But even if you know how much food your body needs, you might find that some days you require more, like maybe your blood sugar goes low and you're stuck eating way more calories than you planned. And then some days you might eat a little bit under that. But at the end of three months, those days that weren't exact on point where you kind of feel like you fell off the wagon, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, in the long span of things, you can still achieve your goals. So that's how I kind of see it. And I think it's important not to let one or two days of falling off the wagon, and I'm putting falling off the wagon in quotations, you just can't see me, (laughs) but don't let those days throw you off track and don't give up because just like those few days of having higher low blood sugars don't really affect your overall A1C. The same goes for your fitness. And if you are consistently hitting your calories and you're mindful of the foods that you are eating, then a few days here and there of quote unquote messing up is really not going to make a big difference in your overall fitness results. So you just got to keep going. And on that note too, I just want to say because, oh my God, it's your environment plays such a big role. 
And I found personally because I'm, you know, staying with family right now and everyone's diet looks a little bit different. And I for sure have had days where I've fallen off track a little bit or a lot bit, but it's so important because your overall mindset plays such a big role in your success when it comes to achieving your fitness goals. So number three is don't stay stagnant. And this basically just means that when something's not working, it just means that something else just needs a little bit of adjusting. And you might not know this, or maybe you already do, but just like your fitness routine really needs to create change in the gym, like if your goal is to build muscle and get lean and toned, it's really important that you are creating that change that's necessary to change your body and to create that transformation. And you do this by progressive overload, by increasing your volume every single time you're training, right? So the same kind of goes with your diet and your nutrition and your lifestyle and your habits and just everything else that you're doing, because you probably already know that your calories don't stay the same. You know, your body's constantly changing. And as your body changes, your calories will change. The amount of food that your body needs every single day will change. And as your body adapts to what you're doing, to the amount of food you're eating and the amount and the kind of exercise that you're doing, things will need to be adjusted and changed so that your body can continue on its journey towards a transformation. And so it's really important that you're not just going through the motions and In that sense too, where this really is important and where I've personally noticed a little bit of a challenge lately is that there's one one side of the coin where, okay, let's say you know how many calories and macros your body needs every single day and you start tracking your food and counting your macros or however you're doing it, you know, you're fueling your body in a certain way in order to achieve your goal and things are going great and you're hitting those numbers or, you know, you notice that your weight's coming down and things are going good Or on the other side of the coin, you know exactly how much food your body needs to achieve your goal. And so you plug in those numbers into MyFitnessPal or you make a goal of like, this is what I'm going to eat. And then a couple days in, let's say on Monday, you're super excited. But then a couple days in on Wednesday, it's the middle of the week and you are like, oh crap, I cannot seem to hit those numbers or I I have not been able to stick to my diet at all and you suddenly feel like a failure because you just cannot hit it. So you're like, okay, next week is a fresh start. We're going to try again. And then four weeks go by and you're spinning your wheels trying to hit these numbers or trying to stick to this diet plan or this goal. Maybe it's even your goal is to hit the gym three days a week, but you can't seem to do that. So you're just spinning your wheels and going through the motions. And when this happens, this can also be a sign that, hey, something's not really working. Like if you can't hit your macros or stick to your diet, perhaps that's a sign that something else needs to change so that you're not going through the motions and you can actually make progress towards your goal. 
Because personally, I believe that yes, there's always a second chance. So if you find that you fall off the wagon a little bit one week, your goal should be to get back on track the next week and to hit those targets that you've set for yourself or you know, stick to that plan that you've set for yourself. But when it keeps happening over and over again, I believe that going through these motions and trying to hit numbers without doing so, this can be mentally draining. And so if this happens, I would ask yourself this, do you need a mental break so that you can get back on track? Because it really is your overall mindset that holds the glue together. It's the foundation of your success, in my opinion. Because sometimes, especially when it comes to weight loss, I think that we're not always going to be in the right place mentally to actually achieve that goal. And that's totally okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But instead it And instead of spinning your wheels, why not just take a little break? Like let yourself stop trying so hard and instead make a simple change that will help you ease your way back into what it is that you're doing or your ultimate goal. Because that way you're taking the pressure off. You won't be so hard on yourself. Because honestly, as a person living with type 1 diabetes, you might feel like this too, but we're constantly juggling a million different things. There's so many moving particles at all times and moving pieces with this disease, right? I often think of it as a five-year-old being put in charge of this thousand-person company. And you are not only in charge of so many moving pieces at all times, which can make it really easy to forget things, but you're also learning. You're learning things about your body. Like there's always going to be a learning curve and that makes it extra challenging sometimes, right? Like not only is it easy to forget things, but you're also learning things and managing things and things just, it. yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? So when you're also adding in a weight loss goal or like a really specific goal where you, you know, you're already hyper-focused about food or in my case, like I am, I, I found, you know, just counting carbs alone can be mentally draining and making sure that you have calculated the right bolus to carb ratio. You know, there's so many things. So I think when you add in macros and calories and a fat loss plan where you need to be even more aware of things, it can be a blessing because you're already one step ahead of the game, but it can also be extra challenging. And sometimes I think we don't really think of it as that much of a challenge because we're so used to being hyper aware of food and calculating our carbs and doing all of these things that we don't think of it as such an extra thing that we need to do because we're already doing it. But sometimes I think our minds need a little bit of a break, just like you wouldn't exercise every single day. Like your body actually needs proper rest and recovery in order to rebuild and build muscle and It's just part of the process, right? I think that so often we don't really give our minds a rest to 
get the same recovery and we're just doing, doing, doing. We're working, working, working around the clock. And, and sometimes your mind does need a little bit of a mental recovery. And when you do step back and you can give yourself a little break, like if you're spinning your wheels and you're just unable to achieve your goals, taking a little break can actually be the best thing because it'll ensure that when you are in a better place mentally, you can actually attack your fat loss and do it successfully because the process to losing fat, it's might be simple, but it's not easy. And it takes a lot of consistent effort, patience. As you know, it takes a lot of work. And so really making sure that your mindset is in the right place or in a good place, not the right place, because there's no right or wrong here. It's just all about being in a, a place that will help support your goals that is when you are really going to achieve success. So if you need to take a step back, it doesn't mean that you failed and it doesn't mean that you're letting yourself down or that you can't do it or that you're a failure. It just means that you know what you what you need and you're willing to not let your ego mind get in the way and you're willing to take a step back and give yourself that break if you feel like you need it. And since your mind is really the glue that keeps you going, it's what gets you started and it's what keeps you motivated. Taking a mindful break can really help you kickstart your progress from a place of feeling refreshed. So let me just put it this way. I hope I haven't lost you, but if you are in this place right now, and if you are in this place, then you probably know what I'm talking about, but it's that place of just spinning your wheels and feeling like you're not getting anywhere and like you can't stick to anything. If you feel like you are here, let's say you know how many calories your body needs per day and you are here and you're trying to hit this number, but you just, for whatever reason, life happens and you just keep missing the boat. It's like you start, get started feeling super motivated at the beginning of the week and then you kind of fall off the wagon a little bit, right? And it just keeps happening over and over again and you start getting really hard on yourself about it and super down on yourself. It happens. It happens to everyone. So if you ever find yourself here, maybe consider taking a little break. And it doesn't mean going crazy, but maybe just looking at the big picture. And in order to achieve long-term success with your fat loss goal, then maybe consider bumping your calories up to maintenance, which is the amount of calories your body needs to maintain its current weight. So that way you're not going to be gaining weight, but you bump your calories up to maintenance. And let's say you set a new goal and you say, okay, for the next four weeks, I'm just going to give myself a little mindful break. I'm going to bump my calories up. So I'm not trying to hit this low number because in order to lose weight, as you know, you're, you need to be maintaining a calorie deficit. So instead of trying to continue hitting this number, that's not really working right now, just focus on eating a little bit more food food is yummy, food is good. And by giving yourself that mindful break, 
you'll just know like, okay, this is needed because when I come back to my deficit, I'm going to crush it. So for the next four weeks, you're going to give your body a little break. You're going to give your mind that rest and reset that it needs and you're going to eat at maintenance. And then after those four weeks, you are going to attack your fat loss again and you are going to succeed because you're just going to feel so refreshed and your glycogen stores are probably going to be super full and you're going to be feeling super good, super strong. Sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes that break is needed. And to wrap it up, I just want to let you know that I just did this exact thing because I've been staying with family. They don't eat the same way that my boyfriend and I eat and I was having a lot of lows too. So I was just, you know, there there was a couple weeks there that I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to eat at maintenance because I was starting to get really frustrated that I could not hit my calories and macros for the life of me. And I was like, all right, this isn't working. And just that little reset, that mental switch to really help me, it did help me. And I think part of it was that I was eating more food. So my new target was like, 300 calories more. (laughs) So right there, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm actually hitting these targets because I like to count my calories and macros. And so just being able to hit my macros, my new set of macros at maintenance, for some reason, put me back in a good place because I was like, yes, I'm winning the game again. I'm hitting my macros. (laughs) I don't know why, but anyways, that's how I am. It helped me get back on track. And then when I jumped back into my deficit, I felt really good. I felt refreshed because I wasn't putting all that pressure on my mind every week of like, you're not hitting your targets. What's going on? Like you can't do this, but no, I was hitting my targets. So just having that new win, helped me when I went back into my deficit, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. I hope this helps. And I also wanted to let you know that I, there's, you know, it's been a tough year for many of us and 2021, there's still some challenges, right? Like we're still in the middle of this pandemic, which has made it difficult in many ways to connect with people in the way that we're used to, right? Like you can't, I mean, you can call a friend and go out for coffee, but in many cases and many places, that's just not the same. And even if it is the same and you're able to do that, I don't know about you, but for me, there's that like little worry of like, oh, but COVID's lurking around in the shadows. (laughs) So I don't know about you, but just connecting with people has been a little bit more, I want to say challenging, but it, it just hasn't been the same. So I wanted to quickly share before we wrap up this episode, some ways that we can connect with each other. Um, number one is, I don't know if you've heard the episodes or listened to the episodes that Sarah and I, Sarah Miller and I have done together. She is a mindset coach. She has been living with type one diabetes for over 10 years and I'll link to the episodes that we've done in the show notes, but we are doing weekly Instagram lives on Wednesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific time. We'd love for you to join us and hang out with us there. They've 
kind of become this really fun thing. So I'll link to both of our Instagrams in the show notes if you want to check them out on Wednesday evenings. And then on Wednesday mornings, so this is all Pacific time, Wednesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific time, I've been hosting these chats on Clubhouse with Nicole Pearl Kaplan. She is the mother to a type one diabetic. He's nine years old. And so we've started these weekly chats. They're super fun. They're called Type One Diabetes and Beyond. And it's just a fun place to come and chat and hang out and talk about diabetes related stuff. And, you know, there's a pers- whole perspective of being a parent to someone with type one diabetes, let alone having living with type one diabetes. So it's been really fun. We've had um, a doctor that's joined us. We've had different people, different moms that have joined us. We've had different, um, just different people people living with type 1 diabetes that have joined it's been a really fun place to connect i've met a lot of other type ones through this chat and one of the best parts about clubhouse if you're not familiar is that it is audio only so literally i'll roll out of bed like this morning it's wednesday when i'm recording this episode today so i rolled out of bed I started brewing my coffee. It was like 8.30. I literally was wearing my pajamas and hadn't done my makeup or anything. And I'm just like chatting to you guys on Clubhouse. So it's a really fun place. You can join us in your pajamas. Nobody will know. Um, But if you're not on Clubhouse yet, it's a new app. We're recording this in March, 2021. So as of this recording, it is invite only, but if you do want to join and join our chats or just join Clubhouse, it's a new platform, a new social media platform, send me a DM. I have extra invites for Clubhouse that I would be happy to send you. So as of March, 2021, send me a DM if you want to join Clubhouse and I will send you the link so that you can join. And other than that, last but not least, we will be launching my fat loss for type ones program in the next couple of weeks. It's the only time that we're launching in 2021. So be on the lookout for that. If you are interested in joining my fat loss program or learning more about it, I'll be sharing a special announcement probably next week. And this is early March, 2021. So if you're listening to this and you want to learn more about my program, Be sure to subscribe to this podcast because that way you won't miss out when I do make an announcement about the program. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you and I will talk to you very soon. Bye for now.